blah. Y'all already know what it is. Your boy Yakob would it do the Island to Reality, the holders podcast in Vegas and Chicago. What up? This is the place where you want to hide from your drama or maybe hide from your baby mama. <laughs> Just kidding. Pero si tu quieres cambiar tu vida, if you want to change your life, then subscribe. Cha-ching! And by the way, guys, I just published my first book called Shabbat in Chicago. It's out on Amazon. Please check it out. It's about an audacious single mom who opens her heart and home to five adopted kids while embracing her Latino heritage while being Jewish. And guys, today we have a very, very special guest. She's one of the best real estate in the building. Give it up for the one and only, Iriana. What's up? Thank you. Thank you for such a nice introduction. I had to. I, had to, I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> but look, girl, I want to share a little something, right? So my fans get to know us a little bit more. So I'm gonna, I want to share my part, my version on how I met you. So I went to this networking event at Sparkle's uh, Beauty Bar with Chef Vic. And I see you walking by, like you, you're trying to figure out where to go. And I said, man, she's Latina. I'm going to go talk to her. And I'll probably get her attention. And I see you. And I said, hey, how you doing? You know, what brought you here? And uh, we had like a little chat. Then you introduced me to Jasmine, your best friend. And uh, we just hit it off real well. It was smooth. You got like the photographer. He was loving you. Like, like maybe it was your outfit, your attitude, but he was ching, ching, ching. He took pictures and, and, and it was nice. It was nice. And um, it was crazy because ever since we met that day, I feel like our squad has gotten so tight. También Palmira, like we all are like tight. So I, I just love it. I love it. So that's my version, like my um my story, how I met you. But I want to hear your input on what your our first interaction. <laughs> well, I think the only difference is that I kind of was I was kind of lost at the at the event. And I saw you and I think I told you and I saw you and I was like, oh, he's Mexican. Let me go talk to him. I think I'm the one that went up to you first because I was like, I'm kind of lost. He looks Mexican. I'm just going to go talk to him. What else? What else did you, you, you get out of that event? Like, what did you remember that night? Um, well, it was a cool event because I got to meet Michael, the photographer, I got to meet um, Chef Vic a little bit, and then Jasmine was there. And then, of course, we got to meet you. And like you said, we've gone to do a lot of cool things together and talk. And you've gone to like get to know uh, some other of our friends like Liz and Noga and other people. Um, but it was a cool event. I liked it. It was a little different. The vibe was a little different, but it was good. Awesome. Awesome. That's that's wonderful. I'm, I'm so happy. Um. Now, I do want you to share a little bit about your journey in real estate, right? It's a big thing that you're doing, uh, changing people's lives. And I always see you hustling. Like, you are a hard worker. I already know. And I want you to share, like, you know, a little bit about your background, what got you make that transition, right? Because um, you used to be, you know, working in the hospital. That's a big shift, right? So if you can, you know, share a little bit, put some, you know, 
spill the beans, but not the cheese. I mean, a lot. <laughs> okay. So I am, I am a still a registered nurse. I went to nursing school. I graduated and then I started working in a hospital in the ICU. After I graduated, I moved to DC and I worked there for a few years. And then once COVID hit, like halfway through, I started doing travel nursing. So I started working in different states, different hospitals. And I've told you this, I'm not going to lie. I hated it. It was like one of the worst moments in my life. It was just horrible. But, um, and I've told you this before too, like nursing is not my passion. Like I think a lot of people go into nursing thinking it's, you're going to be helping a lot of people. But once you actually hit the job, like start working, you realize that you are really working for companies and corporations and not you're not really working for the patients. So I feel like I wasn't being personally fulfilled in that way. And then I did feel like I would make a difference here and there, but those little moments were not enough for me. I don't know if that sounds wrong or not, but it, it just wasn't enough for me. And I've always wanted to get into business and create some type of generational wealth. So that's when I decided to go into real estate, specifically into commercial real estate and multifamily syndications. And I started doing that a year, yeah, a year ago. And it was great. I learned a lot. I met a lot of people. I think it's it was kind of like a transition point to get me to where I am right now. It kind of got me out of my shell, you know, because you have to go to a lot of networking events, you have to develop relationships with investors. So I think it was it was kind of like a transition period for me right now. But right now I'm more focusing on other businesses. And as you know, as with their new baby, the nonprofit organization that me and my girls, and I call them my girls, but me, Jasmine and Palmira have recently established. And tell us a little bit about that, because I, I, I've, I've been seeing a lot of posts. So I want to <laughs> know. know La Noticia, you know, I want to so hear. It's our, it's our baby. It's our baby. We're really excited. We kind of wanted to create this kind of like a one-stop shop for the people that we're trying to help. So we have a really, really big vision of what this we what we want this nonprofit to look like, right? We want to be able to provide medical services, mental health services, social services, education resources. So instead of kind of helping people to get through the month or to the week, which is not a bad thing, we want to actually give people tools or resources to actually get ahead in life. Like, what do people actually need to improve their lives and get them to where they want to be? So I'm not saying, you know, that the, those nonprofits that provide, like, only one service or only focus on one thing are doing anything wrong. But that's kind of just putting, like, a Band-Aid on a cut that's not really helping or doing much. We do want to be able to provide kind of, like, those immediate services, especially for, like, medical expenses, um, food rent assistance or shelter but our big focus or our goal is to give people all of the resources that they need to just move ahead and, and um and that's amazing i love that that you're trying to you know change people's lives and let them see life different you know what i'm saying and i think that's wonderful and please tell us like a little bit about this gala that's coming up that everyone yeah. is oh. talking about <laughs> 
How did I how did I forget about the gala? Okay, so we are having a fundraising gala. It's coming up on November 16th. And we are having a fundraising gala, kind of a it's our big way of introducing the nonprofit to the community, right? We like to go big. We don't go home. We just go big and say, hey, you know, we want to tell the community this is who we are, this is what we want to accomplish. But obviously it's it's a really big task. Like we want to like what we have in mind is something huge so we need a lot of support from the community it's not going to happen with just the three of us and whoever else jumps along uh for this specific gala we do want to be able to raise money for like specifically men medical and mental health services which is something that we're seeing um a really big need of in the community right now wow that's that's beautiful and i heard you gotta dress up like tuxedo look fly that's what i heard you know i don't know if this true you see yes yes the theme is 007 and it is like a, a gala so you do have to you know put a nice dress on and a tuxedo so i, I think it'd be a really fun event to bring people in the community together you know across las vegas las vegas is such a big place there's so many people, um, a lot of new people that we don't know, we haven't met. So I think it just be a really cool event to bring everyone together. We're excited. We're really excited. I love it. I love it. And when is the date that's going to happen? No, Thursday. It's a Thursday, November 16th at 6 p.m. Okay, okay. And and my people, if they come, they're going to they gonna get fed too, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I told you. I've been telling you. Yes. <laughs> How, man, you so funny. It's so funny for those who don't. Me and, and my girl right here, we talked on the phone last night, and we were cracking up. She was making me laugh, and it was so nice because, you know, we were, you know, talking about the podcast and the gala, so it, it was just so nice to to hear your voice, and, and you just gave me a lot of inspiration. I love it. I love it. Now, look, girl, I do want to share this, right? You are one of the only person I have ever asked on the podcast because you actually went. So for those who don't know, I had my first book event in Vegas. Um, and the people that were sponsoring it, who provided the food and drinks, um, who allowed me to use their, their home, was the Moisha House, uh, a Jewish organization. And it was an honor for me to be the first Latino Jew to ever be like the host and guest speaker for the event. So I thought I was already changing history. And I want to hear your your like point of view of that day. Cause I, I I was talking to everybody and I was all over the place, you know, making sure everybody was good. So I want to hear your your perspective. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, David, what did I say when you sent me the event flyer? I was like, I was like, the address is in California. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> because it's at Boyer House, so that's what I googled, and it took me to a California a location in California. But anyways, excuse my ignorance. No, but it was a really cool event. Um, I was really proud of you, especially when you had your speech. I think you did great. Uh, I know you said you were a little bit nervous, but I, I think you did great, and I could see the support of your, your community, which was beautiful. I had I had fun. I had a really good time. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, I feel it right here. Thank you. I think one funny moment we had together was you're eating the taco, right? And you asked me, David, um, <laughs> is the 
is the taco gluten free? And I go, nah, it's kosher. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's not my question. And then I I was, said two different things. Yeah, two different things. You're like, it's not confundido. You know, you're confused. And I'm like, no, girl, for real. It's, it's kosher, but I don't know if it's gluten free. You know what I'm saying? And you're like at the last bit of the piece of the taco. You know what I'm saying? And it was like the funniest thing because it was like a, between us, we like, we laughed it out, hugged it out, but it was just like a funny moment that you and I would never forget to this day. Like I will never forget to this day. I think that that another way that brought us closer. I'm like, girl, you good? You good? You're like, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Because you were even explaining to me like the whole kosher process. Yeah. And I was like, that does not make it gluten free, David. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. no, but it was it was a good event. We had fun. Thank you, girl. Thank you. I also one thing I, I do want to share one one of my favorite memories with you is when we went to Cassie Beach House and it was all of us, you, Badmira. It was for her birthday surprise party for her. And we had Jasmine, um, Liz and your other friend. Um, I forgot her name. Um, no, yes, yes. And so we stood there. And it was just so nice. You know, we, we were laughing, uh, having a, a drink. It was just like a nice time. But it was, I felt like that moment, that's when we got like more closer. Because I've hung out with you. We went to a basketball game with the squad. But I've never had like outside of like, you know, like a game or an event. This was like, we don't have to worry about anybody interrupting us uh we don't have to network this day this is the mm -hmm. day we get to relax so it was a nice a moment and i do feel mm -hmm. like we all got closer from that night yeah it was a good night we had a good time uh we got to take some really good pictures but yeah i guess the conversations were good and it was a really comfortable environment right right it was fun i see you 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 were posing you know you're like hey, you know what I'm <laughs> i know i know I know. Oh man, that's a that's amazing girl. And now I wanted to ask you: Did you did you ever? Um, I have to ask this question, but did you ever finish my book? I did. What do you <laughs> mean? That oh, that kind of offends me. Of course, I finished your book. I had to ask because you're always traveling. You're busy, so I had to ask. I remember signing it. I'll tell you that. But I just had to ask, and uh, now you made me really happy. Oh, like really happy now please please tell me i i would love to if i could pick out your brain what yeah. stood out the most in that book that that you you could like that came in your head when you were reading i think it was the relationship with your dad because i think you and i have talked a little bit about that but we never got into detail and it's not until I read the book that I realized how absent he was in your life. So I, I think learning about that just stood out to me. And I there was one part in the book where you, I think, I don't know if it was the, the time when you got really mad and like you realized that you wanted therapy or you were talking to a rabbi, they say, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he and you said something about wanting wanting to honor your dad, and he said you are honoring him by 
by respecting his decision of not being a big part of your life, right? Because I feel like a lot of times we want to honor people and we want to do it in like this big happy way to make them proud. But I think like what he said was so true because that's you taking care of yourself as well and honoring his wishes. Right. So I that's that's a part of the book that I, I really liked. Because I feel like it taught me something too. Like just respecting people's decisions is honoring them. Whether they're good or bad decisions, you know? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, you hit a good one. Ooh. I got the chills. I got the chills. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. That is one of the most powerful chapters in the book. Like it was so hard for me to write that part. And I try to tell people that um, you know, growing up being a you know, being a young boy, we try to search for that, like having that father figure, having someone to look up to. And when you don't have your father in your life, big, big, um, you know, it's a disappointment, you know, because you want to show them all the things you've accomplished. Um, you want them to be a part of that circle, right? Part of those moments, graduation, um, if you had your first relationship, whatever it is, but you want your your father to be there so when i wrote that book it was very yeah that that's a very hard one i, I still remember the conversation like yesterday when i told the rabbi and i was so and it made sense you know i have to focus what's in front of me like my mom she was there she's always gonna be there and i live with her you know at the time so i i have to kind of switch my direction you know and just focus on her and i think that's that helped me grow um you know having therapy that's another thing i'm always an advocate for that because you know i can tell a friend my problems no they're gonna be biased because they're you know they're part of my life they're my same team right but when you talk to a therapist they're not biased they would definitely kind of mm -hmm. ask different questions and try to find a way for you to figure it out yourself in the way they ask it's, it's kind of weird but i like it and you know i don't feel like i'm being judged i just feel free and um yeah that's that's a beautiful thing I, i'm so happy you share that part that's uh oh uh, that that was and, and what about now, now that you read the whole thing what if there's more that you want to see in the book what would it be I think, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I want to see your mom's book from her perspective. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I want to see what she has to say about everything that she went through in her life and her view on things, her voice. Ooh. So tell her to write that book. I love that. You know what? You're the first person that actually said that. I love this. This is probably the most beautiful uh, answer. I've gotten like so many different responses. Like, dude, like you did awesome. Like totally. It was great. And that's all they gave me. I was like, bro, this does not help me <laughs> what I could do better. 
and then like or what i can have for the second book and i just i really appreciate that feedback that's a big big help so oh you you made my the end is beautiful because if you hear it from her perspective she will get into more details and more deeper stuff that we won't me as a son i can only share what i witness right but her being married to my father a different you know angle you know yeah yeah i think just from reading your book you can tell that your mom had a way different experience than you had you know so i think it just be interesting to see everything from from her point of view and then what well, you i don't know if i told you but i love ed mylet and i was just listening to one of his episodes the other day from his podcast and he was saying like what a beautiful thing it is to like record your life in a way right whether it be in a podcast or videos and not everyone gets to do that but you were able to capture that for your mom in a book and i don't know you think it's such a beautiful way because at the end of the day all you take with you is memories but you if you're able to leave something or if you're able to look at something at your whole life, either written or in a video, towards the end of your life, like how beautiful, how beautiful is that? So if she could get the opportunity to write a book, because from what I read, is it, what she wanted, right? Like she she did write some of it. Um, I think it would just, I think it would be a really cool experience to see everything from her perspective. Oh, I got to. I gotta snap my fingers because that was <laughs> that was amazing. That's amazing. I really love that. You know, um, one thing that really made me write this book too was to like something my rabbi said to like one of the last pages of the book is that it's one of the greatest gifts a child can give to their parents. Um and you can pass this to generation. So like me, I'm thinking like when I get married, right. And I have my kids, you know, I got my little mini me's. They're all in, in, in the chairs. I probably got five kids, but they're all sitting down trying to reach the table. And I say, all right, guys, it's Shabbat. You know, we're doing our, you know, our ceremony, our ritual, our tradition. And I said, okay, today we're going to read one chapter of, shabbat in chicago and i think it'll be like a, a family tradition so like every week because shabbat's every week we read a chapter and then once we finish the entire book we we basically have a nice big feast because the whole family mm -hmm. finished it and i think that my kids when they see that they're gonna want to replicate that and 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 do the same when they have kids like hey grandpa used to do this with us um so we're gonna do it too and that's that's for me that's beautiful because i see look i'm gonna be honest i see my rabbis one of my rabbis closest one who i actually quote on the book uh rabbi fromowitz he has seven daughters and for every shabbat he reads something in the book about something in the torah or about has to do with shabbat and it's a beautiful, like, little short story he reads. And he'll have a question at the end for anybody to answer. And it's nice because we all, in a way, have fun 
trying to figure out this question, like what's the answer in our perspective? And he already knows the answer, but it's nice because we, we use our brain and we're just like, we're in the moment. It's just so cute. And I never had a father that did that, you know? So when I see that, I was like, man, that's just beautiful. So it made me want to, I want to do something like mm -hmm. that on Shabbat. But like, I said, like, hey, hey, kids. I'd be like, hey, honey, honey, it's okay. You don't have to move around. You know, this, this is going to be, you know, you can sit with me, babe. You know, I let the queen sit with me. And, and I think it's just so cute. I could just picture it. But I had to share that. I had that. No, yeah, that's actually a really cool, cool idea. Like to, you know, to like finish a book together as a family, like read a chapter each night. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you. See, I try to be creative. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, girl. Thank you. I'm so happy. Like this is you have to be one of my favorite guests to have because it's just, you know, I love your energy. I love that you're so positive. You know, I think that, you know, they said the way you you want to be is you always want to be with people that have the same vibe, the same energy, because that's the only way you're really going to like be in that kind of like state of mind. Right. If you're with negative people that only do like drugs or whatever, um, you're going to be doing the same thing and then you're not really going anywhere in life. But if you're with people that are ambitious, like hardworking people, and um, they're always thinking positive, thinking, what can I do, you know, to do better, to grow? That's who I want to surround myself with. So I definitely, you know, that's how I have you, you know, in my life. Now, I do want to ask you something I think I never figure out. How did you meet Jasmine? I want to know how did this, how did she became your bestie? And tell us the story that we all want to know. <laughs> we actually met at a real estate, like a meetup networking event. You see the magic of networking event. That's how, that's how we met too. But I think it was our anniversary is sometime in February. So in February, we'll be a year in into our friendship. But honestly, I just heard her talking really loud in Spanish. <laughs> and I approached her and I was like, hi, you speak Spanish, Emiliana? And then since then, I, I, I mean, I think we exchanged numbers, but we didn't talk for a while. And then I don't know what got us texting. We just started texting and then we just started going to networking events together. And then, yeah, we just became like really good friends like non-stop talking all the time we talk and text 24 7 <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't know i don't really know how it happened at all we were actually talking about that the other day like how do we just start texting each other i was like i don't know like we exchanged each other's phone numbers we didn't talk for a while and then randomly one of us texted each other and then we just went every everywhere together since then whoa that's wild that's yeah. that's that's amazing what like you said networking can do you know mm -hmm. yeah definitely um it was meant to be but uh, yeah networking is a great it's a great way to meet people that have the same values and work ethic and i just want to get ahead in life or do better things 
um, it's it's just the best way to do it to meet those kind of people. I love it. I love it. Now to wrap it up, right? I want you to, um, if you can share like an advice for us, right? For young people that want to get into real estate, what would it be? I think I'm just going to get back to networking. Whether you want to get into real estate or whatever other career you want to go into, um, whatever business type you're interested in or attracted to, or even if you're in school, right? Like if you're in school to go to med school or to be a lawyer or for whatever else you're in school, you need to network. You need to go and mingle with people that are doing what you want to do, that are doing things much bigger than you are, that are smarter than you, that have a lot of experience. That's what that's what you need to do for any type of business, like just real estate. Wow. I like it. I like it, girl. That was deep. That was deep. Now look, I'm a, I'm about to wrap it up, guys. This is the outlet to reality. The oldest podcast in Vegas and Chicago every Tuesday. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Cha-ching! And y'all know where to find my book. It's Shabbat in Chicago out on Amazon. Please check it out. And also my, on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, the outlet to reality. My Snapchat is take one, pass it. And my TikTok is at Yakov28. And Bestie, where can my fans find you? You can find me on Instagram. Just search my name. Are you going to tag me? I-L-E-A-N-A. And then my other two last names are long, so just tag me. I got you. I got you. I'll put it in. I'll put it in. <laughs> Join us at the gala. I better see you there, David. I'm going to try my best, girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>